Hello and welcome to the Football Index Edge daily podcast. In today's episode, I talk about a few Portuguese players who are currently in form. I talk about the current sentiment towards Football Index and how that impacts the market. And I just talk about a few other players who have had strong performances today. So as always, thank you for listening and I do hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. I have personally quite enjoyed today in terms of watching matches. I watched uh, the two big Premier League matches today. So I watched uh, Liverpool and that was quite entertaining seeing them lose 3-1 to Leicester City. The last half an hour of that game was just brilliant. Um, I mean, I, I'm a neutral, so I don't really have like any... You know, I don't really mind who, who was to win that one. Um, but I, I just enjoyed watching... And the excitement towards the end and like Liverpool just falling apart, really. Azun Kabak's just going and walking straight into Alisson Becker. It's just like, what is going on here? And then the defence just seems to completely fall apart. And Manchester City just dominant, really, really dominant against Tottenham. 1-3-0, Ilkay Gundogan coming up with the goods once again. His form, like the last... I think 10 or so games is just incredible. The amount of goals that he's scored, he just seems to get into these pockets of space in the box and just finish so coolly, so uh, consistently. And a great ball from Edison as well for one of his goals. I mean, there's a brilliant run by Gundogan. Left Sanchez uh, face down on the pitch and just uh, finished coolly for that one as well. In terms of match day scores, we've got like Rodri in that Manchester City Team. It looks like he's going to take top midfielder with a 2-4-4. He did score the penalty and he's a player who plays a little bit deeper. So he's getting on the ball a lot, a lot of completed passes. And when he's get, getting a goal, like he's always going to hit a score over 200 because Man City just are so dominant. Um, but a score that a lot of people probably won't like to see today is probably Matthew Loughton because it just means less dividends going back into the platform because there's not that many shares around in uh, Matthew Loughton. Not many people actually hold him. He's gone up 4.76% today. High price 22p, sell price 10p, and he'll be earning 14p in dividends today. So a pretty decent dividend return, like over 100% for most people who would have bought him recently. Um, So you can't really argue with that if you hold Loughton. Uh, but as he's like, I think he's like 31, I don't know, he's not really worth the point because he probably won't win dividends again realistically and then Lionel Messi is just absolutely nailing it again with a couple of goals tonight and I noticed Francisco Trincao scored two tonight and I have to say in terms of like which players are most informed from any country in Europe right now I really just think Portugal like they they just have these it seems like almost all their players this season have just hit like incredible form um which I've, I've just noticed I mean you've got Trincao turning up now Ralph Felix has had a much, much better season. Andre Silva is one of the very top goal scorers in the Bundesliga. Joao Cancelo tearing it up uh, for Man City. Ruben Diaz uh, had, I guess, one mistake against uh, Liverpool the other week. But in general, Ruben Diaz has been very steady at the back. Bruno Fernandes, obviously, having a great season for Manchester United. So I'm a little bit, I mean, I'm always going to be an England fan. But if there's a country that I like the most, like after England, it definitely is Portugal for me, having like lived there and gone on holiday there. And um, so I've been quite pleased seeing some of these Portugal players really turn up lately. And I'm actually, I don't know, like whenever I meet up with my friends nowadays, we end up getting onto the topic of the Euros. And I feel like we're all really excited for the Euros still. Um, like even today, just talking about like 
a few English players like Sterling had a pretty decent game. Um, in fact, no, he didn't. He didn't even have a good game. I don't know why I said that. Sterling and Foden didn't even do that well today, in my opinion. But we were like talking about them and like a few other English players. We were saying how like, it's good that John Stones has uh, picked his form up at Manchester City. And yeah, I just think in general, like in probably three or four months' time, I'd imagine anyway, there'll be like more enthusiasm towards football index. And this is the thing that's just winding me up lately. It's just like, it's always like negativity. But I actually think it's the negativity which is causing like the drops and players dropping in price more than anything else, really, because like the, the sentiment on football index is the key thing. Um, without positive sentiment, you just get this downward pressure because I just don't think there's enough traders on the market to ignore the noise. So the, the noise, which is kind of like the tweets on, on Twitter and like the posts on social media, and just everyone's feelings towards football index, that noise impacts the market so, so significantly. Um, so when that's when that's negative, you just have players drop. And that is the worry with Football Index. I mean, today, 24-hour market metrics, 2,728 active traders, 15,988 trades matched, uh, £381,000 worth. It, it's just nothing. Like, it, it just it's not enough for a gold match day with the dividends on offer and I guess in the short term maybe one of the main things is a lot of people jumping on the Bitcoin sort of um well just jumping on Bitcoin really because Bitcoin's absolutely flying and people are probably seeing an opportunity there. And that's fair enough. I mean I think like most people who have gone on football index have gone on for this opportunity to make some really great short term returns. Over the last three years the returns have been unbelievable. They have been pretty short term because you have players rise 50 to 100% in just a few weeks, and you don't want to be missing out on that. So, the fear of missing out is really strong. And now we have like cryptocurrencies just flying, and so it's, it's hard to argue with people wanting to jump on those. From like a value investment perspective, obviously, uh, we're always taught to try and avoid buying in when stocks, shares, football index players or cryptocurrencies are rising. And I think generally that's pretty wise. But with cryptocurrency, um, I, I really just don't know too much about it. I mean, I've never bought any cryptos before. I um, looked into it years ago, actually, but I just never really took the plunge. And my mate's on them. And I was saying to him today, like, the thing is with crypto is that once you get a lot of big, big people um, sort of buying into crypto or you have like, Apple or, or other massive services starting or Amazon like starting to actually accept Bitcoin. Once that happens, then it's just going to absolutely fly. And I can see why people are scared of missing out on that because like the potential is so high. As I say, I really don't know much about it. So I've no idea why why I even really brought it up. But I think what I'm trying to get at is in the short term, people are probably putting their money elsewhere. The enthusiasm for football index right now is it's just not alive. It just isn't. And it's going to be a roller coaster, as I've said. I don't want to say I predicted the drops, but I'm not. I'm not too surprised by them either because the market is just too thin. There's not enough money in this market for it for us to see sustained growth right now. Um, and a few things go wrong, and you just get this downward pressure, negative sentiment returns, and you just see the drops, and you have the Twitter uh, posts come out, and everyone's moaning, everyone's upset. It's just frustrating. It really is. It's, not really too much more to say on it than that but all you can do for now is just mop up the dividends if they do come 
and ride ride the waves and maybe sell out if if you do want to sell out when players go up and keep them when they go down. But average offer prices are still incredibly high. If you are feeling down, I'd probably just change it to average all offers for a little bit. Um, I tend to have mine on mid price, but today I've just changed it to average of all offers because I don't even want to see what my mid price is today after some of these drops. So. There we are. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. We'll go again tomorrow, hopefully get a few guests on, have a chat, see what everyone else is saying. I'm sure anyone I do speak to tomorrow will probably be very positive and just quite rational. Um, and it's, it's hard it's hard to stay like rational and like not get deflated by the, the negative sentiment. But I think it's all about kind of just zooming out and not, not caring too much when it drops on a day-to-day basis. For me, doing the podcast it's kind of hard to to not get too dragged into the drops on a day-to-day basis. But really, if I wasn't doing the podcast every day and I wasn't running Index Edge, then I probably would just give it a few weeks or months. And then in the Euros or whenever it does fly back up, then you can start celebrating the good times. And as I've said before, the good times are going to be even better for those who do stick around. So I'm looking forward to those days. I do believe they'll return. I've got every confidence and that those days will return. So, yeah, there we are. Anyway, we'll wrap it up. Uh, dividend yields are great. Dividends are there. And I think the platform is, is too is too good, really, to uh, to fail completely. So, hopefully, better days will come. But I have said that for a while now. And we saw them come for a little bit. But may, maybe they'll return again for um, a longer period of time next time the, the positive sentiment does return. So, thanks for listening, as always. I hope you're having a good weekend. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.